Hey, Andrew. Hey, Alex. What's this? This is Brains on the Outside. What's that? That is a comedy business podcast about coming up with ridiculous and wholesome and fun and just kind of nice business ideas. Oh, it sounds really fun. It sounds really nice. It is really nice. So far, I think it's the only business podcast I can think of that's done an in-depth discussion on portable microwaves. <laughs> that is definitely true. I listen to a lot of business podcasts because I am a big business person <laughs> with lots of big business brains and business ideas. And I've never heard a portable pocket microwave being discussed anywhere. It's fairly it's a fairly unique idea. Today, we're actually recording in our office. Do you think this is going to give your business ideas we come up with a more respectable businessy edge. Yeah, I'm slightly worried that I'm going to be too serious. Okay, right. We can fix that if that happens. <laughs> <laughs> My creative brain is constrained by the four walls of this meeting room. Do you have a pitch for us? I do. Right. So, Andrew, do you know what I hate? What do you hate? I hate making decisions, man. It's stressful. It puts a lot of pressure on you, right? Yeah, you might make the wrong one. And if you do that, you have no one to blame but yourself. Yeah, it sucks. I hate it. If I was into horoscopes, I would read a lot into this because I am Libran and Librans hate making decisions, apparently. Okay. Yeah, but I'm not into horoscopes. So it's what? my own fault that I'm bad at making decisions. <laughs> <laughs> at least if you believe horoscopes, you then blame, I guess, the stars. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of your parents before when you were born. The planetary alignment. Yeah. yeah. Sucks. Um, I don't have that. I have to blame myself. That sucks, man. Yeah. Um, my wife, Kate, is really bad at decisions as well. Okay. Um, in fact, when we were younger, we used to have this little tiny plastic doll in our kitchen called Nora. And you could ask her a question and tap her on the head and she would either shake her head or nod her head. And and that would we'd you actually use that to decide what to do sometimes. Was this Nora's purpose? Like was she sold yeah. for this reason? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, so you just tap her on the head and she would do a little shake or a little nod. Um, I'll see if I have a photo of Nora somewhere and we'll, we'll, we'll dig her out. Um, but we used to do that, you know, what, sh what should we, should we have pasta for dinner? Tap her on the head. No. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. so I was thinking about this and I, and I, I have a, I have a pitch. Yeah. I have a pitch for us. I would love to hear it. Yeah. Um, I'm bringing to you magic eight ball 2.0, or if Ooh. you will, magic 8.1 ball. Magic. <laughs> Okay, okay. I guess I'm, the benefit already of a Magic 8-Ball over Nora is a Magic 8-Ball, there's no more options in it. Nora's just yes or no. There's none of that gray area. Yeah, nothing in the middle there, is it? So, yeah, Magic 8-Ball, obviously, give it a shake. Mm -hmm. Up a little thing pops and tells you yes, no, maybe. Right. Sounds like right, good, right. sounds like bad. But ultimately, it's still just random, right? Nora yeah. was random. You know, sometimes you would actually want pasta, but she would say no. In that scenario, did you listen to her? <clears throat> yeah, always. <laughs> her <laughs> word is final. <laughs> yeah. You can't disobey Nora. She might come and get you in the middle of the night. <laughs> Nod you to death. So I'm pitching to you a much a much more technologically advanced version of Magic 8-Ball. Okay, okay. Okay. It's listening. It's listening <laughs> to you all the time. Okay. And it over time, it gets to know you. And it knows what you really want. So when you ask it a question, it's going to give you the answer you want. This mixture of surveillance capitalism and uh, childhood toy is a little spooky. It is, but it's going to make lives better. Okay. All right. It's going to make lives better. Is 
Is it is it still the shape of a magic eight ball? Yeah, it looks identical to a magic eight ball, but inside it's a lot more complicated. It's not yeah. some weird goop in there right. and a and a and a little pyramidal dice that has eight words on it. That's not what's inside. You still have the goop because you still have to have that kind of cloudy sort of look to it. It has to look the same. It has to look like a great big eight ball from pool. <laughs> <laughs> and you have the window in it, and then you have the goop, and then you have the little pyramid in there that tells you what it is. Yeah. But it can tell you really specific things. So if you go, what should I have for dinner? And you give it a shake, and then it says, oh, you should have a leek and potato vichyssoise with a piece of sourdough spread with butter and a small slice of ham. Deeply specific. How is it doing this? What's actually controlling it? So it has a microphone in it. Yeah. Just like your Commodore Garden, an extremely safe and very friendly Alexa. (laughs) (laughs) You give it a shake and that's what activates it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you say what you want and that gets beamed out to the internet. And then some form of AI slash... A whole call center full of people somewhere in the world (laughs) listens to what you want. They look you up in a huge database of things that they know that you like, and then they choose the appropriate thing based on what you've had the rest of the day, what you've eaten the rest of the day, what's in your calendar, what you've got in the cupboards, where you want to go, where you live, how, how warm it is today. All of these things together, someone else just makes that decision for you. There's some elements of this I love. <laughs> and some I think we need to like, maybe some small issues. Uh-huh. Okay. So what I love is I love this this vision of uh, me answer, asking a trivial problem. Like, should I go to Tesco or should I go to Asda? And then there's a there's a, like a service desk of 200 people crowded around the computer being like, oh, he went, to, he went to Sainsbury's last time. And he has this much money in his bank account. Yeah. That's that's good. That's kind of fun. That's kind of good decision making. Is there? I, I feel there might be some privacy concerns. <laughs> is this? Is this mic listening? A hundred percent of the time. I can neither confirm nor deny that it's listening hundred percent of the time. Do you, do you carry the eight ball with you? Um, that's up to you. I mean, do you want to make decisions during the day, Andrew, or do you want to just be a, a mindless drone of an idiot walking around not making any decisions? Okay, so that, that's that's but my fear is is like you 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 wouldn't have the ball a ball with you. You go outside and you'd just be like, whoa, choice paralysis. Yeah, too much too much choice. So in your in your mind, yeah, you take the ball with you. How big is the eight ball? I mean, it's the same size as a as a regular magic eight ball. So it's probably about like. Maybe three inches across, four inches across. Okay, so maybe let, let's start there. Okay. This isn't a very <laughs> like nice shape to carry in your pocket. Your phone is nice and like it, it slides in your pocket quite easily. Do you have, in testing, have people complained about having to carry around this quite large ball? Yes, but we overcame that by making an extremely attractive and very affordable Magic 8-Ball carrying bag that you can carry with you at all times. Now, we've got actually multiple versions of that. You've got an over-the-shoulder strappy bag. Okay. Yeah. You've also got little, little, actually just little like pop-out hoops on the ball. So you can actually just hook it onto the strap and hang it around your neck like a pair of binoculars. (laughs) Okay. And we also have uh, a bum bag that you can wear around the front or around the back that will 
hold the entire ball. <laughs> okay, so carrying around nice. I I have a problem, and I I ask it the question. Yeah. and I get a response. Um, what if someone steals it? They effectively have a digital twin version of me. <laughs> they that they can ask it a question uh-huh. and understand what I would do. They go to the shop and be like, "What's Andrew's pin code?" Oh, is it? I am. I'm, I have some privacy concerns around this. Someone being able to take it and having a second version of me. Just don't lose it. Just don't lose it. Don't okay. let go of it. Don't do that. That's it. It's precious. I mean, it's like a. It's like your own brain, but on the outside. And oh. you wouldn't lose your own brain, would you? That's kind of fun little crossover with our show. Are you selling this data? There's now a virtual version of me somewhere out there in the cloud. Are you selling this data to other interested parties? We don't sell the data to anyone at all. Okay. Okay. The way that this is monetized is there is a small monthly fee to pay by you. So not per decision. Not by decision. Not scale of decision. No, no, no. Just small monthly fee that you pay. Um, And, and, And we also charge some of our very trusted partners <laughs> okay a slightly larger advertising fee huh so i'm getting fair so sometimes it might not tell me the truth sometimes it'll be like maybe andrew you really want coca-cola sometimes it might do that so, yeah. okay but i'm guessing you can either confirm or deny this <laughs> well yeah how how much a month is it Eighty-eight pounds. That's very specific. Yeah. Eighty-eight pounds to take away all responsibility. Do you take a decision I make? Yep. Do you take the blame? No. So if you're sourcing this off of some weird dark web AI, I'm worried about this elf, this <laughs> elf as well. Apart from privacy and it getting stolen, the decisions it's feeding back to me. Mm-hmm. This is this this trading set is. Could be coming from anywhere. Just uh-huh. the real, the real butt crack of humanity. <laughs> well, that that's our specific IP, and that's that's our trusted IP that we've spent a lot of time developing. Okay, we spent a lot of time honing. So it. there's no chance I'm going to get some weird 4chan response to a question. <laughs> that is almost certainly never going to happen. And if it did happen, then that's on me. That's on you. Yeah. I mean, if you if it tells you to kill someone and then you kill them, like, if I told you to jump off a cliff, would you jump off a cliff? So I'm getting a bit confused with the marketing here. <laughs> so a benefit is you pay 88 dot pounds and that's it. All decision making, take it away from you. But you've had on a more complex decision. The decision now is, should I trust my second mobile brain? <laughs> <laughs> so we have a solution to this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which is another smaller magic eight ball that you carry around with you that just says yes or no. And yeah, that's you... a nodding Nora thing. <laughs> yeah. It's a, yeah, that's exactly it. Um, you can have the nodding Nora version or you can have a, a tiny magic eight ball with just a coin in it. Right. And that is connected to your bigger eight ball and it has a, a special, its own special algorithm that determines whether or not you should follow the bigger magic eight ball. Right. Like it. If you did this, it would be a enormous social faux pas sort of check. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it says kill someone. And then the thing on the other side says, no, you shouldn't do that. You probably shouldn't do that. Yeah. Okay. So there is some <laughs> some checks and balances in place. Yeah. People in the call center. Mm-hmm. You said there's an AI controlling it. Oh, there's people in the call center. Yeah. Um, I've actually read some pretty damning investigative journalism about this call center oh. that states that sometimes the people in control enter into this uh, being John Malkovich, let's just control this person for a while kind of fun. Mm-hmm. So they're not really using any sort of collective AI to control a person. It's just on their own whims. Do you have any response to inappropriate be- the claims of inappropriate behavior in your call centers? Look, you sign up for this service at 88, a very cheap 88 pounds a month mm-hmm. to take away all the decisions in your life. I guess when you phrase it like that. Someone else is making decisions for you. That is literally what you're paying for. Okay. Now, obviously, it's less than ideal if a rogue agent within the call center decides that <laughs> they want you to do something really specific, like maybe go out and take their bins out down at their house. Yeah. But let's face it. What were you going to do instead of that? Just sit on the couch and cry. <laughs> It's got you out of the house, man. Exercise. You're helping. You're helping. You're your helping fellow others. Man, you know. Yeah. Okay. So you're you're saying you, this this inappropriate behavior argues actually an altruistic, charitable thing. Yeah. And it's also what you paid for. Some of our partners, some of our strategic partners, are charities. Okay. I mean, I, get- I just want to say, like, you know, I can't name names because yeah. everyone signed a very special kind of NDA for this process. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you shake the magic eight ball and it tells you to take a bucket of water down to the docks and throw it over a whale that's stranded there. It'd be pretty bad not to do that, really. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's that that's giving you a little inkling <laughs> into the types of partners that we've got. Really high caliber, respectable people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, I I have I have one final question to ask: Is have you got the the legal right from Hasbro to use the term "magic eight ball" in your advertising? There is a a a legal battle happening right now. Okay, our team of magic eight point one ball lawyers are shaking their magic eight balls <laughs> to work out what their deposition is going to be as we speak. But we think that Magic 8.1 ball is different enough from the aforementioned Hasbro product for us to warrant using the name. This is pretty amazing. What you're saying is the Magic 8.1 ball is effectively writing its own defense. Yeah. They're saying, like, should the next word be yes, shake? Try try again later. Should the next word be and? They shake the ball and it goes, yes. <laughs> It word at a time writing it out. Because of the way that the inside of the Magic 8 Ball works, we can write anything on there mm-hmm. up to a certain number of characters, right? So we just write the deposition out there on the Magic 8 Ball fronts. So they don't need to ask it word by word. Oh, okay. You know, sometimes they shake it and it just says objection. Obje- I could just have the mic in there. So as long as someone's shaking it. Shaking have it. Have you yeah. considered uh, making an like a, a robot arm to shake it for it that you converse oh. with it you could have it in court 
That's a good idea. Yeah, I, I, I'll take that back to the R&D folks. Okay, right, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew, are you, are you on board with Magic 8.1 Ball? How much of the stocks and shares are you willing to part with at this moment in time? We will part with... Hang on a minute, I just need to... <laughs> <laughs> Seven point three percent. Seven point three percent. Okay. Uh, what's your install base currently at? Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> so at least one I can see in front of me. Uh, we actually have. Uh, oh, it says here forty million users. Forty million users. Now, again, I think it's important for these bits. We always we always step out the bit and try and crunch this in a sensible way. I read an article. I believe Microsoft has bought half, like, like a 49% share in OpenAI, the chat uh-huh. GPT people, for $10 billion. I think those numbers yeah. are correct. Okay. So I think that's kind of where I'm starting with. Right. Now you're asking for... 7.3%. That, which is a lot bit less than that. Yeah. Um, automating law, that's an interesting one. That's mm-hmm. an interesting one. Um. Now, usually I can't afford to make big investments like this. You know, I, make, I usually make also smaller ones, but I have, I have, uh, one of, a pretty, pretty, pretty lucky weekend down at the down at the dog track. <laughs> <laughs> so I would be willing because you have a good install base, uh-huh. because your ability to automate these uh, quite difficult to reach industries and this other chat GPT valuation, I will give you $1 billion. Oh. How do you, how does that sound? So 7.3%. 7.3%. Yeah, I think we can seal the deal. But you can't Zuckerberg me. You can't go diluting this. <laughs> no, 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 no. We are a very trustworthy organization. Okay. So this is difficult to trust you when I don't have the ball to shake myself <laughs> to see if that's true or not. If I asked Magic 8.1 Ball, what one word would you use to describe this organization? Yeah. That one word would be trustworthy. That's beautiful. Yeah. Slightly biased source, but... I'm not, I'm not going to do it, but I, but I could. <laughs> but I could, and that's definitely the word that would come up. <laughs> Thanks for coming to the pitch, Andrew. That's okay. Um, I was just wondering, what, what was the, the seed for this idea? Where, where did this come from? So... For Christmas this year, and in fact, as you get older, this is what happens. You get quite a lot of shower gels, sponges, bath foams, that sort of thing. Okay. Um, And I was stood in the shower looking at my vast array of unguents and potions. (laughs) Yeah. Trying to work out what the hell I should clean my body with. And I stood there paralyzed by choice for a good 45 minutes. (laughs) <laughs> soaking up yeah up. just pruning up water running cold until eventually i just cracked and just got out of the shower without washing myself and i was like do you know what i need something to help me make these decisions and then you invested hundreds of billions of dollars in the r&d for this exactly and now i smell like black pepper today because i use my black pepper body wash mm. if you were to shake this magic eight ball mm-hmm. and the question you asked was is it possible to communicate with the creators of Brisbane outside with business problems I have? And if that is the case, how do I do that? And if I do contact them, do I get anything out of it? What would the Magic 8 Ball say? 
<laughs> the Magic 8-Ball would say, yeah, absolutely, there's a way to get in touch with them. And that way is via the magic of email. And their email address is brainsontheoutside at gmail.com. And if you do email them, they'll almost certainly send you some stickers. A hundred percent, definitely, certainly. Okay. Now, the thing that we're looking for is if there is something in your life that is driving you nuts. Like you stand in the shower and you don't know what shower gel to use because you've got a plethora of options. If there's something like that in your life that's oh, just a bit tricky, or you think there must be a better way. You're eating a burger and it all falls out the burger. It all falls out the bun. There must be a better way. If you have a problem like this, send it to us and we will invent an entirely new business to solve it for you. And also send you a lot of free stuff. A beautiful, beautiful sticker at least. Maybe even two. Ooh. Some of them are shiny. But, and there's even a beer, beer coaster man as well. Oof. And a magnet. Fabulous. Magnet. Ooh. Alex, could you quickly shake? You still got the Magic 8-Ball, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, could you give it a shake and see if there's one last business idea? Yeah, sure, okay. I'll, I'll give it a shake. Hang on a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> oh, it just says, what about cigarettes, but they're good for you? <laughs> Keep your brain on the outside. Keep your brain on the outside, man.